reading of the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. While some people were speaking about how the temple was adorned with costly stones and votive offerings, Jesus said, all that you see here, the days will come when there will not be left a stone upon another stone that will not be thrown down. Then he asked him, teacher, when will this happen? And what sign will there be when all these things are about to happen? He answered, see that you not be deceived for many will come in my name saying, I am he and the time has come. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified for such things must happen first, but it will not immediately be the end. Then he said to them, nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be powerful earthquakes, famines and plagues from place to place, and awesome sights and mighty signs will come from the sky. Before this happens, however, they will seize and persecute you. They will hand you over to the synagogues and to prisons, and they will have you led before kings and governors because of my name. It will lead, it will lead you to your giving testimony. Remember, you are not to prepare your defense beforehand, for I myself shall give you the wisdom in speaking that all your adversaries will be powerless to resist or to refute. You will even be handed over by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but not a hair on your head will be destroyed. By your perseverance, you will secure your lives. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. Uh, I have some amazing news to share with everybody here and also those online um, sitting in the front row here is Virginia. And yesterday was Virginia's 100th birthday. Congratulations. Could you stand? 100 years. One hundred years, and she's in the front row with all her friends. Isn't that awesome? I told Virginia at the beginning, I said, Virginia, you're leading us. You're showing us the way. You're showing us the way. My brothers and sisters in Christ, I don't know if you've ever had this, this experience, okay? Whether you're one, celebrating one hundred years of life, or maybe for you it's in the 80s or the 90s. Or maybe for you, you have just finally reached that milestone of retirement. Or maybe for you, where you are right now, it's in the midst of the fury of raising your children. Maybe your child's off at college and your heart is drawn to them coming home. 
for Thanksgiving. Or maybe you have a child that's just starting out in the business world or wherever they are in their career, in their life, in another state, or maybe even this state. Maybe that's where you are and, and that's where your heart is raising your family. Or maybe you're one of those young adults that find yourself here in Charlotte, North Carolina, and maybe the rest of your family is on another coast of this country. And you've arrived here recently or you've been here for years. Or maybe you find yourself in that boat where you're, you're here, maybe you're studying at a university close to here and you're here studying. Or you're a high school student. And you're in the midst of those high school years where it's important to you and you have your, your vision of, of, of what you're preparing for with excitement in the future. Or maybe you find yourself in middle school starting those early years of, of teenage life and trying to figure out how to navigate those waters in a new school, right? Like Claire just started sixth grade. Claire's in the back. She's the number one book holder for us, by the way. She's not to downplay anybody else. Everybody's a good book holder, but Claire is, Claire's a good book holder. She started sixth grade, right? Or maybe you're a little younger than that, but usually it's in those teenage years or beyond when we start looking. And we can ask ourselves in our heart this question. It could come in different seasons of our life. What is the purpose of this life? What is the purpose of this life? I'd like to invite all our veterans who are here this being the weekend for that. It was Friday to please stand up, all our veterans. Can we give a round of applause for our veterans? And I, and I think some that when we, when, we, when, we, when, we, when we struggle with that, what's the purpose of our life, and we think of veterans, we think something that's very attractive, whether it's a parent laying down their life for their child, or a veteran going off to serve, or a first responder, but anybody, as someone put in a quote once, anybody who in their life is willing to put somebody else before themselves is a definition for a hero, is a hero. You parents are heroes. You veterans are heroes. You first responders are heroes. You medical personnel are heroes. You're willing to put others before yourself? That's the definition of a hero. Jesus is the ultimate hero. So the question can come, even in those moments in life, what is the purpose of life? Yesterday, I had a wedding. And the wedding was awesome. The young man just finished U.S. Army Ranger School, just finished uh, being the infantry school. He was in his uniform with his bride. His whole group, all his groomsmen were all military that he went to Virginia Tech with. They were all there. They were all cadets together. They all went through Ranger School and Airborne School and all these U.S. Army schools. They had their badges and all that stuff on. And they had a sense of enthusiasm in their faith, face and joy and hope for the future. And at the same time, they walked very proud in their uniform, coming down with a smile on their face. And after that wedding, I sent a text to my buddies who I've been texting for the past, since Friday, back and forth, back and forth, a group test of about 10 that I served with in Germany as captains and lieutenants. And I told them, I said, it's amazing, amazing. I had a wedding and it was for a young man who just became a second lieutenant. And it was, it is 30 years, almost 30 years to the day 
when I stepped from the plane onto Germany, into Germany, into that assignment with a lump in my throat, tears in my eyes, thinking of my family back in the States, but having the immense grace to be able to serve alongside each of you. In my mind's eye, I could see us in them. I could see us in them, and I'm thankful for that experience we have. But what happens sometimes in life is as we journey through life, we look through that rear view mirror, right? We can have those moments where we look in the rear view mirror and say, what is the purpose of life? What is the purpose of life? The purpose of life, my brothers and sisters in Christ, is this. The purpose of life is to know Jesus, is to love Jesus, and is to serve Jesus in this life with the hope of being with Jesus forever in the next life. Heaven. That's the goal of all of it. The goal of it is heaven. To keep our, keep our eyes on Jesus Christ. What I'd like to do is I'd like to spin into briefly Hebrews chapter 13. It's not from the liturgy of the word today, but tie it to the liturgy of the word of today. In Hebrews 13, verses 7 through 9, Jesus says through his living word in verse 8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yesterday, today, and forever. So this Jesus, if life is about knowing Jesus, loving Jesus, and serving Jesus, and he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, it's going to be that Jesus we're going to be with forever in heaven. And in this life, we get to do things in a way to come to know him, to come to love him, to come to serve him, and to build a relationship with him. So it's a relationship built upon love and not on fear. Fear of God coming and when he comes, but no, 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 I can't wait to see Jesus face to face because I've striven in my life in different ways, each one of us, to know him, to love him, and to serve him. And that's why you're here. Let's speak a little bit about verse 7 in Hebrews 13 because it ties to the gospel today. In verse 7, in Hebrews, the living word of God says the following, remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider how their lives ended and imitate their faith. Our leaders, that's why during this month of November, we look to the saints who have gone before and read martyrdom at how their lives ended how they persevered and finished the race and to imitate their faith. To imitate their faith and to strive to know, love, and serve Jesus in this life with the goal and hope of eternal life. In verse 9, there's the following. It says, do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teachings. Jesus in the gospel today says, many are going to come in my name. Many are going to speak about me. They're going to say the truth. They're going to say they have the truth. They're going to say all this stuff. But, but those who hear my voice, follow me. I will speak to them. I will be their guide. In the Psalms, it says that the living word of God is a lamp for our feet and a guide for our path. 
St. Jerome says ignorance of Scripture is ignorance of Jesus Christ. You don't know him. We can know a lot about Jesus. But each one of us, myself included, we, we, it's important every day to ask ourselves deep, deep down, do I know Jesus? In this season of my life, whether a joyful moment, a sad moment, a challenge, a hope, Am I turning to Jesus? Am I looking to Jesus? Is my eyes set on that end goal, that finish line of eternal life? Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teachings. They're going to come. Homily's over. Y'all like, huh? It is, actually, I'm done. 